Hello and welcome to the Travelling Lines podcast. This is a book review of Climbing the Seven Volcanoes, A Search for Strength by Sophie Cairns. Yes people, we're doing a book review because when we can't travel to far-flung mountains across the world, reading them is almost as good. I was sent a copy of Climbing the Seven Volcanoes, A Search for Strength by Sophie Cairns to review. But first, let's check we're all on the same page. What are the Seven Volcanoes? I first came across the Seven Volcanoes, or the Seven Volcanic Summits Challenge, as it's sometimes called, while doing some research for a Much Better Adventures article. I can't remember which mountain it was I was writing about, perhaps Kilimanjaro or Davramond. Both were trips they sold and both are on the Seven Volcanoes list. One of the best things about being a full-time adventure writer, and someone who does this stuff for fun, is that you get to learn about all these interesting things and call it work. Equally vast amounts of the things I do for fun felt like CPD. Anyway, when I first heard about the challenge, I thought, cool, that makes perfect sense. There's a strain of contrariness in my blood. If something gets too popular, I tend to deliberately walk in the opposite direction. That's why something as big and commercial as the Seven Summits Challenge, no matter how great a mountaineering achievement, has never really appealed to me. But climbing the highest volcano on each continent? Well, that is intriguing. An interesting twist on the mainstream, and volcanoes are just cool. What I didn't realise was just how niche the Seven Volcanic Summits were as an objective. When Sophie Cairns set out on her adventure, only a handful of people had completed the full list. That's compared to the hundreds who've done the Seven Summits. Climbing the Seven Volcanoes, a search for strength, sent me down a fascinating line of discovery that I'll get onto later. But first and foremost, this is a book review, so let's talk about the book. Climbing the Seven Volcanoes Review To start with, let's drop straight in and let me tell you that I enjoyed this book. But that doesn't really help you work out if you'll like it, so let me tell you why. First up, I got on really well with the narrator. The book is a personal account of a personal challenge told in first person. When I read the blurb in the press release, it seemed to make a point of Sophie Cairns being an amateur mountain climber. I would like to put my hand up and admit that I'm guilty of being a mountaineering snob at this point. I made the subconscious connection that amateur climber meant amateur writer. Hell no. Shame on me for thinking it, and none of the rest of you make that mistake. I stood corrected by the end of the first two pages. This is a very well-written book, but would you expect any less from a journalist who spent years writing for a living? Secondly, this is not a book about mountains. I mean, it is, but it also isn't. The Ascents are a vehicle for a personal and emotional journey. As someone who's just written a book along those lines too, I really appreciate that decision. Sure, it can be interesting to know the precise detail of each pitch and bivy in some mountaineering books, but Climbing the Seven Volcanoes goes much deeper than simply peak bagging. It must have been pretty heart-wrenching and soul-bearing to write to, if Sophie's experience was anything like my writing experience. Put simply as a reader, do not expect painstaking detail, nor a story full of jargon, or and then and then and then and then and then style plot. The most you're expected to understand are crampons and harnesses. Do not expect a turn-by-turn account of the routes up each mountain either. That is simply not the point. But do expect a story that gives you just enough to feel like you're there without boring you on the details. A story that's efficient with plot. The chapters have been chosen with purpose from months of expedition, not just because that's what happened next. 
I guess I'm saying it's well-crafted, and as a writer and a reader, I admire that. There are also mini-maps before some of the chapters, so you know where you're about to head to around the world next. So what is it about? Love and loss and legacy. If you've ever lost anyone close to you or considered your own mortality, you'll like this book. Maybe even if you're not too fussed about mountains. It's a thoughtful and heartfelt account of someone trying to achieve a goal much bigger than themselves. There are also interesting themes around attitudes to novices in the mountaineering world and the two-sided coin of tourism in remote places. In all, I would recommend it to people who like challenges, even if only from an armchair, honest, funny writing, and emotional journeys. If I've piqued your interest, you can get a copy of Climbing the Seven Volcanoes from the publisher I will link. Now then, investigation, warning, contains spoilers, stop listening if you don't want to know about it. So, Sophie begins the book with the challenge to set the Guinness World Record for the fastest time to complete the Seven Volcanic Summits challenge. Being me, I looked it up as soon as I read that chapter. Don't do that, hey. It's like skipping to the end of the movie to check you like it before starting. Anyway, you've been warned about spoilers now, so here's what I discovered. I couldn't find the Seven Volcanic Summits as a Guinness World Record, nor could I find anything that definitively gave a fastest known time. I did find an entry for the Seven Volcanic Summits in the logged-in version of the Guinness World Records website. The record was fastest time to complete the Seven Volcanic Summits, female, but apparently no one had done it. Considering my recent experiences with Guinness World Records, I thought, oh, maybe she didn't bother doing it through GWR. It's an extreme faff, or they might have rejected her evidence for some crazy reason. Then I continued reading. Later on in the book, not only does Guinness World Records reject her application for making the Seven Volcanic Summits a new record, but there's also a question raised about which mountain really is the highest volcano in Asia. Which surprised me, because here it is now listed as a record on their site. I kind of wonder if Sophie knows this. What's even more interesting is that they clearly recognise the Seven Volcanic Summits as a defined objective, because the record, youngest person to climb the seven summits and the seven volcanic summits, exists and has a record holder. But equally, lots of people have completed the seven volcanic summits, as the list of seven volcanic summits clearly shows. If I can find the list with a quick Google, surely the research team at GWR could. Maybe there's a reason there aren't any current record holders. Maybe something in their rules that can be a bit strange, or that they've chosen the unclimbed mountain in Asia as the tallest. But then the guy who's got the record for both the seven volcanic summits and the seven summits can't have climbed the unclimbed mountain in Asia if it's unclimbed. It's a mysterious puzzle, and there was only one way of finding out more information. I logged into the Guinness World Record website and hit the apply button. So in 12 weeks' time, GWR will get back to me with the complete rules and guidelines for climbing the seven volcanic summits. I will get back to you when I have more information.